0: you all are the reason why we do this podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave your comments and share your reviews and also share with others. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. bush food science with a different flavor is an innovative and informative show that will cover all facets of food science culinary arts food processing food branding food marketing and careers the show will feature food industry experts and various special guests if you would like to understand food science and the importance of the flavoring experience please join clinton bush food science with a different flavor show stay tuned celebrity chef Keith Denard Jones. Celebrity chef Keith Jones, the chef with the big personality, feeds all the senses while sharing 25 plus years of culinary artistry and chef secrets through his live presentations and TV show Eatertainment, which was seen in over 55 million homes He started his TV career in Japan with his show Champagne Chef. That quickly led to him being selected as host of his next show called A Taste of Belize. Currently, he is a featured chef on the hit Spike TV show bar Rescue. Chef Jones is also a published author with the title Cooking Up Your Dreams and his next title scheduled for release in the second quarter of 2017. He's also in development of a couple TV pilots and is owner of Chef's Secrets, which is a culinary consulting company in Denver, Colorado. He also works with the Honey Smoke Fish Company as their culinary ambassador, traveling around promoting their voted world's finest hot, likely smoked salmon. He recently accepted the position as corporate executive chef for Mountain High Appliance. Here, he educates their clientele on the various differences in the world of luxury appliances, handles all of the radio and TV marketing, conducts use and care equipment trainings, and cooking classes. There's never a dull moment in his schedule. Originally from Detroit, Michigan, Jones studied under certified master chef Edward Janos for over eight years, learning classical French cuisine and techniques. Jones was certified as an executive chef in 1999 and has served at several noted establishments since winning medals, awards, and reviews along the way. As owner of Chef's Secrets, Chef Jones regularly does cooking classes, book signings, demonstrations, and speeches across the country. He keeps his audiences spellbound with his unique sense of humor and wealth of knowledge. Throughout his career, he served as the chef for many prestigious events, including Republican and Democratic conventions, Houston Rodeo, Rolex equestrian time trials, 2002 Winter Olympics, KBIS Convention, NRA Hotel Motel Convention, 2006 Girl Scouts and Junior League Kids and Kitchen Program, 2007 Epicurean Escape, Jamaica, Chef Host of Let's Get Cooking Culinary Convention, Chef Host Colorado Christmas Show, Keynote Speaker, Johnson and Wells University. Jones has been featured on several TV networks and radio stations across the country including Spike TV let's welcome chef keith jones
1: i know why you nailed it chef keith what's up brother hey how you doing this morning I'm doing fine. We're glad to have you.
2: Oh, uh, man, it's my pleasure to be on the show, Clinton. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're welcome. We have Chef Keith with us, celebrity chef, Keith Dinard Jones, coming to us from Denver, Colorado, baby. Yes, sir, from, up, the, from the Rocky Mountain High State. So, yes, sir, this
2: is Chef Keith on the air with my man Clinton, and I'm so happy to be here.
1: Man, this is my boy. We can really light this thing up. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to serve them up. We're going to serve the listening audience a full course meal. (laughs) Oh, man, and a little dessert to go along with it. so I'm with you. The chef is in the kitchen. <laughs> yes, so this is what we're gonna do, Chef. I want you to introduce yourself to the listening audience in your own words. Okay. Well, I
2: appreciate that opening, Clinton. And here it is. Chef Keith Jones. I call myself the culinary ambassador to the world. And I'm out here in a beautiful Denver, Colorado. And I work for a company called Mountain High Appliance. And that's right. No one would ever figure a chef could end up at an appliance store. But let me tell you, I am so fortunate to be here. It was a long trail, but I can tell you just like this. I walked into the kitchen of a certified master chef at the young age of 17. And his name was Edward Janos. He's my mentor. I love him. He taught me his trade. And Clinton, this is how great it was for me. When I showed up on my interview on Friday, he asked me two questions. He said, do you want to work? And I said, yes, sir. He said, do you want to work hard? I said, yes, sir. He said, be here Monday. That was Friday. He said, show up on Monday. I got there at 7 o'clock. He got everybody's attention and he said, You see this young man right here? I don't want anybody to show him anything. He belongs to me. And that's how my training began. And uh, I was blessed and fortunate enough to stay with him for about 11 and a half years. And I got the best training in the world. I walked in needing a job and it turned into my career. And I was so fortunate. So I was blessed when I walked in to have passion and I'm going to spell it P-A-S-S-I-O-N.
1: I had the passion. Didn't you know have. What? I'm it. glad you mentioned that because in this what I want the young folks to know in the upcoming chefs that you got to have patience and passion. Do You want to speak to that? Why are you telling us your story? Absolutely. I'm so glad
2: you mentioned the other P is the patience. So I had passion, but no skills. So because I didn't have skills, what did that mean? I couldn't get my station set up on time. So Keith in the beginning had to come in early and stay late. So most others worked an eight to nine hour shift. Keith worked a 10 to 12 hour shift. And I was right like that from the beginning, and some people say, I'm still like that today, so that means I'm a workaholic, and that's okay, because in the a, in a culinary world, you are always learning, 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 and that never stops, so it's so much wonderful things to learn about uh, food, it's so many wonderful things to learn about your uh, co-workers and associates and other chefs, and all the intricacies that go on in the profession. So you mentioned another really important P word, which is patience. So my advice to all of your listeners, especially the young kids that's uh, going into the profession or even thinking about it, you can go to school and get your education. They have several wonderful culinary institutions around the country that offer great uh, introductory classes and you stay with it and you'll get a degree and that's always the goal is to go to the uh, culinary schools to colleges and so have you and get your degree but when you get that degree please 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 give yourself time be patient and grow into your chef grow into the chef that you are ultimately going to be And try as much as possible to have the balance in your life to where you can take the right job, not the job that's going to help you pay back your student loan, not the job that's going to offer you the most money, but take the right job that's going to give you the ability to grow, The the ability to learn and grow. Because once you get that degree, in my humble opinion, you're like a certified cook. And I know the degree is going to say something completely different, but do yourself a favor and be patient. So, Clinton, I'm so glad you mentioned that other P word, the patience, because Lord knows it'll do you well in your career.
1: Let me ask you this. Um, Do all upcoming chefs have the ability to be great?
2: Absolutely. I'm so glad you asked me that. Everybody has the ability to be great. I'm so glad you asked that because when I was uh, coming into the uh, profession, think about this way back. We're talking way back, way, way back. um, Every chef wanted to be better than the other chefs. So we didn't know how to network. We didn't really know how to support one another. If I was the chef at an Italian uh, restaurant, as an example, I had to be the best Italian food chef that was out there. It was no room for error, no room for anybody else. And the industry has evolved over the years. And now networking is a lot more prevalent in the industry and all chefs can recognize their uh Peers, They can recognize their co-workers. They can recognize their associates for the skills that they have. So everybody has the ability to be great. So another example would be like going to a food show, going to a culinary competition. Everybody can uh, win a gold medal because you're not judged against one another. You're judged against yourself. So we all have greatness within us.
1: And it- we're going to go to a break. Chef, are you? Jeff, I'm here. Okay. Well, we we'll won't get this done. Ain't nobody mad but the adversary. We having fun. Let's move over into your TV career, and then we'll cover some other things, and then we'll definitely do another. Uh, uh Well, we got a couple of things lined up, but before I go into your TV career, let's talk about the Cardinary ambassador. Because me and you work together uh, concerning that company, so you want to give us a little information on on why they call you the culinary ambassador or that uh, the Honey Smoke Fush Fish Company.
2: Absolutely. So uh, the culinary ambassador title came when I went over to Japan, and and uh, that's where my television career started. And, uh, I'll touch on that, but as it relates to honey smoke salmon, uh, and that's where Clinton and I, we first met, uh, at, I was the uh, chef with honey smoke. So the ambassador comes from representing products and having those companies give me products for me to use and then promote it. And, um, when I was over in Japan, uh, everything took off kind of like wildfire and i went over there long story but i'm a, i'm going a to give you the edited version the, the the shortcut clinton version it goes like this i want to do tv but in the united states they're not trying to give a person of color anything so i had to take my talents to japan and uh we went over there uh and and we stayed for a month and we did some uh, two shows over there. And the response was absolutely incredible. So I rolled that wave and um, I actually did an event with our military over in Japan. It was at an AFES location. And AFES stands for Army Air Force Exchange Services. So basically, to me, the Walmart to the military. Um, so I'm in there doing a demo Uh, a young soldier touched my life over there and we could do a completely different show on that story alone. But when I was done with my demonstration, I had 75 to 100 people in line that wanted my autograph. When I came, I finished that experience and that was the first thing I did over there. So the rest of the month was like that. When I came home, I had to sit down and have a conversation with my wife I cannot go back into a professional kitchen because I have to find out what happened to me over in Japan. Why were those people waiting in line to talk to me, to shake my hand, to get my autograph? So I've been living that reality, living that dream ever since. And the ambassadorship allows me the freedom and flexibility to move around. And um, the young people of today are better equipped. And this is one of the uh, messages that I wanna share with the listening audience that the younger people today are better equipped than I ever was in my career at networking. Because most of the young people, they're gonna have a Facebook presence. Most of the young people might share things on Instagram through social media. And that was something that I had to learn. So the whole world of networking, how do you network yourself? How do you network with others? The younger generation, they're kind of like masters at it. And us older cats is something that we had to learn.
1: Exactly. And then the name of the show was called Champagne Chef, too. Now, I mean, Champagne, yeah, Champagne Chef. So was you cooking with champagne? But don't lose your think, your thought on the social media and the story you was telling us, because that's intriguing. Okay, so the Champagne Chef was for my bubbly and effervescent
2: personality. So it was like a, descript, a descriptor of me. And people who know me know I never had a drink in my life. So I had to kind of like lose the Champagne Chef. Cause I wanted to do a lot of work with kids and I couldn't go into schools and other environments where kids are prevalent with a champagne on my name. Cause it would make it real uh, quickly look like I was promoting champagne or promoting drinking.
1: Uh That's real good, man. You awesome chef. I mean, this, you want to bring a lot of value, not only to the younger people, but even the people, the instructors that train in our, our, our kids in the coordinating area. So I'm really excited that we had an opportunity for you to share that story, but we're all ears. we listening to you. Oh, and before you go, don't forget, you got to leave a, 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 a recipe for Father's Day for the listening audience because they've been waiting for that. So yes, before so- we leave... You got to give us a, one of your uh, recipes so that the fathers and even the sisters, the ladies, can cook. You back, Chef? I'm back. Okay. Did you? recipe that the audience will be waiting on you should give them? Oh, I, I got the recipe for you. you. You just let me know if you're ready for it. Okay. we Well, let's do that now. Let's give them the recipe now. We're ready. Okay, so for Father's Day, for that great guy in your life,
2: this one is from Chef Keith. I've been working on this recipe since 1997, and I finally perfected it. So for all the dads, all the fathers, and again, that great guy in your life, how about a watermelon and jicama coleslaw? It goes well with every kind of protein you can imagine and or vegetable you can imagine. And here you go. I'm going to go through it really fast. Two cups of watermelon, fine julienne, no seeds. Two cups of jicama, fine julienne, about the same size as the watermelon. One medium-sized green pasilla or poblano pepper, remove the seeds. A half a jalapeno, small dice, and leave the seeds in, because that's what we're going to get a little kick. Quarter cup of olive oil, uh, half a bunch of scallions, thinly sliced. A half a bunch of fresh cilantro, chop it fine. Juice from two lemons and salt and pepper to taste. You mix all those ingredients together and that's going to be the best coleslaw you ever had. It looks good, it tastes great, it's healthy, and it's easy. So what else can Chef Keith do for the listening audience today? Happy Father's
1: Day. I told him, I told him the chef was in the house. In fact, to show you our appreciation, we the next time we bring you on the show, well, we'll bring you on the show multiple times. We'll bring you back after Father's Day with the listening audience, and we'll do a call-in so they can call in and tell you how awesome that recipe was and how it, went, how it went down with their families. So we're going to awesome. have fun with that. We're going to awesome. have some call-ins. Awesome.
2: And, and I'm going to put this out there, Clinton, because I know you're doing uh, fabulous work. So I'm going to put this out there, put it in the universe, and the energy is going to make sure it happens. I'm going to do a live show with you. So I'm coming to Florida, and I'm going to sit right next to Clinton, and we just going to have a good time talking to each other. We can share that with the audience. We're going to have some personal growth together and I'm excited about it. And I'm hoping that this is going to happen maybe around August, September, October, but I'm putting it in the universe. And I'm going to make
1: that happen. Right? Right. I'm going to put something in the universe too. In fact, it's going to happen. we are gonna do it probably in multiple locations. We'll do one probably now at the, uh, at the restaurant show. Is that correct? Down yeah. down in Orlando. We'll do one there. And then we'll do one at Jacksonville at uh the high school. At the oh. number one high school, uh, culinary program in the in the region. I, w- I the would I would Florida love- region. I'm gonna carry I- you to them young students. They're I- the I number would- one program in the region.
2: I would love that. And, and here's a couple of things. And I know that, you know, your show is focused on knowledge and, and, and passing on things. So uh, my second book is in the works and it should be ready, hopefully by August. So I'll, I'll definitely have something to share uh, in the fall with, with the kids. And then I know that uh, one of the things that you like to provide is information about trends. So, uh, here's a, a couple of things as far as t- trend-wise. So I know I'm, I'm weaving in and out, but I, I got to be true to you and, and, and give you uh, 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 a little thought on that because I know your show is knowledge-based. So food trends, and this is Chef Keith. I'm not in the game. I got my foot kind of like in the water, but this is what I pick up from my colleagues that's out there. So a couple of things, and I'm going to end it on one that you're really going to enjoy because we're in the Rocky Mountain High State, and I think you know where I'm going. But, um, you know, we have chefs that are turning into farmers so they can have everything accessible to them in their own space. So that's one thing. Then we also have plant-based proteins. So a lot of people are looking to eat healthy So plant-based proteins are carving out more spaces on the menu. Then think about this. Some places are separating. I'm going to feed your gut. I'm going to feed your brain. So some of the gut-friendly foods might be pickled, fermented items like a kimchi, a miso, or something like that. And then the brain-friendly foods might be turmeric, salmon eggs that jicama that i put in that coleslaw is good for your brain then we have uh like new cuts of meat so they got a a a vegas strip steak and that's a cut that comes from the uh shoulder they have a merlot cut that comes from the heel then they also have a bavette which is the bottom part of the sirloin which used to be flat meat
1: Man, you covered a lot, Chef. You still there? man i was dropping it down Jeff hello
2: hello Hello?